Hey there, friends. Okay, we're going to really get into the nitty gritty of how you guys can take the schedule that you're already using and revamp it and make it a hundred times better. Today's episode is so much fun. I just got done going over my notes and making sure that it's jam-packed with only the information that you need to truly, truly, truly be able to make your schedule as a work-from-home mom completely efficient and fluid. So I'm just going to go ahead and dive right in so that we can get straight to the meat and potatoes of today's episode. Systemize your life with Chelsea Joe. That's me. And this is a podcast for modern women who are eager to live with more meaning and less overwhelm. We're about to tap into some fiercely meaningful relationships, bang in organization and time management strategies, and a rock solid plan for our personal well being with functional systems to those problems we all go through. Girl, if you feel like you're watching life go by from a window on the Hot Mess Express, then it's time to roll up your sleeves, dig in, and get your life out of the chaos and into confidence. I've been working with a lot of moms and a few dads that work from home, and I have really noticed that they are giving a really valiant effort at getting all of their ideas and what they have to do down on paper. And I push paper planners a lot and some of them are using paper planners and some of them are using Excel spreadsheets, which I am totally, totally fine with. I use spreadsheets as well. I just really enjoy having a portion of my life in written form. I think there's a lot of power in putting pen to paper. So, and over in my, over in my Facebook group, uh, We are also doing these incredibly awesome planner audits, which if you're not a part of, you need to be a part of. You can go over into my membership community that is completely free over on Facebook. It's called Systemize Your Life. Of course, just like the podcast, you'll recognize the picture when you get there. The link is down at the bottom of the show notes, or you can just go to facebook.com and you can type in Systemize Your Productivity. I mean, Systemize Your Life and it will come up. And I'm just asked to join the group. There's a couple questions there that I ask everybody that um, joins in just so I can kind of get a, a feel for where you are. And every single Monday we're doing planner audits, which means I get to give you feedback on what it is and recommendations on what it is that you're doing with your planner. You just submit pictures and just me looking at it very quickly, I can shoot back what I think would make it more effective and more efficient for you or different little shifts that I think you should be doing. And it's been so incredibly fun to do that. And I think one of the biggest things that I've realized is that a podcast episode like today can be really, really powerful and meaningful to those of you that have a paper planner or have some type of time blocking schedule and system that you're trying to make use of. And that is really inevitably where I want you to be for this episode. If you do not have any type of planner or any type of schedule that you're adhering to, you're definitely going to want to go back and start at the podcast episodes at the beginning, like scroll all the way back to episode three, four, five, six, all of those talk about just establishing 
um, your time blocks and all that kind of stuff, which I am going to talk about a little bit in here, but this is going to be much more specific to those of you that are actually working from home. Even if you're a stay-at-home mom and you're not yet working from home, but you are already doing this in some type of planner, in your paper planner, or in an Excel spreadsheet, it's not specifically only going to be impactful if you're working from home. It's just if you're staying home with kids and even homeschooling them, if you're trying to be effective and be efficient and be productive with a schedule every single week, Monday through Friday, on rotation, I really want you guys to get a pen and paper out and see how you can start making small adjustments to be a bit more effective with the schedule that you already have. I think one of the most frustrating things is when you start doing this process and it actually becomes more cumbersome for you than it is helpful. And that's what I want to get rid of. I want you guys to be able to have unbelievable clarity five days a week on what you're supposed to be doing and when you're supposed to be doing it and where you're supposed to be at what time of day so that you're not thinking about it all the time. You know where your tasks are living. You know where your fundamental needs are living. You know where all this stuff is going to take place. And then on the weekend, you get to veg out. You get to come off of your social media accounts. You get to plug into your family and your home. You get to prep yourself for another five days of working long and hard and intentional lives chasing that call that has been placed on your heart. And no matter what that call is, no matter what it looks like for you, it is important. And I know that it's something that you think about when you go to bed at night. And I know it's probably something that you think about all day long. And for whatever reason, there are just things that tend to get in our way and keep us from achieving the goals that we really want to achieve. And so this is a podcast episode to try and get down into the depths of how you're structuring your schedule every single week. So what we're going to start with is what I always have moms start with, and it is their fundamental needs. So when you sit down to build your schedule every single week, this is the first thing that you're going to do. So write down a number one and put a big star on it on the notes that you're taking and say fundamental needs go in my planner first. Okay, so you should have a paper planner system and a Google calendar system. So in your Google calendar, you are also going to put your fundamental needs. So this is double dipping. I understand that, but it is vital that in your paper planner, you have your fundamental needs blocked out in a bold color and they do need to be color coded because when you don't color code things, it all just runs together. And the point of using a paper planner is to really start to cue your mind to start working through segments. So you give all of your energy into this segment and then you shift into another one instead of constantly task switching back and forth and all over the place in your life. Okay, so you're starting with your fundamental needs. If you don't know what your fundamental needs are, then you absolutely need to download my free workbook that will help you assess what is lacking and what is really strong in your life where you're feeling encouraged and discouraged and just kind of meh and mediocre. Like that's the actual word that I use is meh. I'm just feeling meh in the financial area of my life or in the physical area of my life. It takes you through all of the main pillars and the core fundamental parts of just human nature. And um, then you 
take that quiz. And then from there, it helps you walk through and brainstorm why you're feeling that way and what are you doing and how you can pull up the areas that are feeling discouraged to more encouraged and what you're doing in encouraged areas of your life to help apply some of those behaviors into the areas where you're not feeling so encouraged. So if you do not already have your fundamental needs blocked out, you absolutely need to click on the link in the show notes and get that freebie and download that workbook and go through that and start there. Once you have your fundamental needs in your Google Calendar and you know exactly when you're doing them and they are blocked off in your paper planner, then the second thing that you're going to do is you're going to make sure that you have blocks of time in your paper planner every single day. What I recommend is to use a five block system and everyone's lives look a bit different. And so you can use this to kind of brainstorm and um, jump off of if you need to tailor it to your own specific life. But for most of us that are working from home, um, even if your kids are in school or school aged versus being at home, this is pretty much the same. But the five blocks that I would recommend you use are first, the first block is your morning routine block, then your AM block, then a midday block, then a PM block, and then your nighttime routine block. So the, out of those five blocks, you're going to have that clearly delineated in your paper planner. Now, some of you may have, for, and, and I'll give you an example. I right now am shifting into where my youngest one is going into preschool and my oldest one will be going back to school whenever they let the doors open. And so she'll be learning remotely from home for a while and that's okay. We'll just, we'll improvise. Um, and adapt while that's happening. But my blocks are going to pretty much stay the same. And so when, when Bailey May, my youngest one transitions into going into preschool, my blocks will still be the same. It's just what I'm doing in those blocks is going to look differently. I'm still going to have a morning routine block, which what goes in that block is everything that you do before your kiddos wake up. So this should be the way that you choose to start your day. It should not start with your cell phone. Um, sometimes my morning routine is a little bit shorter because I need a power hour of work before my kids get up, um, depending on what my week looks like and when my husband's on shift. Um, but all of this still happens in my morning routine. Sometimes I get a workout in. Sometimes I get my Bible study in. Sometimes I get meditation or stretching in. Sometimes it's my morning to do this entire head of hair and my makeup and my lashes and shower and shaving and all of that. And that's like, it takes up the entire time, right? So every morning routine looks a bit different for me. And so I write that in on my paper planner that this is my morning routine and I know what I'm doing in that block of time every single morning. In my AM block, that is the morning hours when my kids are awake. So this is the time when I'm focused on my children. I know what time my AM block starts and I know that I need to be done with my personal things so that I can greet my kids so that we can have breakfast together so that we can do our activities together, whatever it is that we have planned specifically for that AM block, that's what we're focusing on. But the biggest thing is that I know that I'm unplugging from all of my personal 
endeavors, all of my work, all of my social media. And sometimes I do my Instagram stories when I'm with my kiddos because my work in the nature of it is I'm sharing with all of you guys what I'm doing with my children. And so sometimes I'm doing that and we've talked about boundaries and we've talked about what that looks like. And you would need to talk about boundaries when your kids are around and how you're using your phone and be very, very intentional with that. The reason why this is structured this way, the reason why I want you to revamp and implement this type of scheduling is so that you're filling up in air quotes, the love tanks of your children first thing in the morning. This is what allows you to move into that midday block where they go off and they do their own things quietly in their own spaces. Whether or not you choose to use technology during that time is up to you. But that is how they're going to be self-sufficient in that time is if you have dedicated your heart and your eye contact and your attention to them instead of your phone. And even if during that AM block, you're doing things with them around the house and doing errands, it doesn't matter. If you're listening to the music they like, if you're listening to their stories, if you're playing their games, if you're playing with their toys, if you're sitting down with them, if you're interacting and giving actual emotional energy to your children in the AM block of the day, they are going to give you a solid two hours in the middle of the day where you can sit and you can go and you can focus on your work. So that is what the midday block is. This is where your kids are learning. And my three-year-old, she's transitioning out of nap. She used to just have nap and that's just why we of originally way back in the day started it it like this but even now that she's not doing that so much she goes and she either plays with her sister or she plays quietly by herself sometimes she gets technology sometimes she lays down for a nap it's kind of like this little twilight area in our a twilight season I guess where you know she's kind of transitioning out of nap so that midday block is where you're really going to hunker down and you're going to focus on your workflow and the tasks that you've set up for yourself to do in your business Once that's done, then you're going to move into your PM block. And this is where you have a lot of routines happening. You have your dinner routine. You have your cleanup, the house at the end of the day routine. You have your bath, your books, your bed routine. And some of you might even have a family time routine in there. If your kids are a bit older, mine are still a little bit younger. And so they get to bed uh, pretty early. Uh, My older one is eight. And so every once in a while, depending on how quickly we move through dinner and cleaning up and getting baths done, we will um, have an extended period of like family time. But we typically don't. Some of you will, but that PM block is where most of these routines are happening, where you're just getting children fed, you're getting the house put back in order for the way that it, from the way that it um, looked like when they got up in the morning, and then you get everybody tucked in bed. And then from that point, your last block is your nighttime routine. And your nighttime routine can just be 15 minutes. Um, Ours looks like about 30 minutes right now because we choose to Blaine and I choose to get to bed extremely early. We go to bed at about 8 o'clock and we turn off lights by 8.30 at the latest so that we can be up at 4.30 in the morning. Him and I really like a good solid two hours in the morning before our kids get up to focus on our morning routine. So 
we get to bed very, very early and our nighttime routine is very short. We don't do any cleaning at the end of the day at all. When our kids are in bed, it's time for us to really start to cue our bodies to come down. And that is what I want you to do. I want to make sure that you're giving yourself time to unplug from technology. You should have a book. You should have a journal on your nightstand, one of the two, some type of tangible paper product. I cannot tell you the power of, of, of words on paper. I know so many of you really like your screens and your technology, and that's fine. If you love to read from a Kindle, read from a Kindle. If you love to read from your iPhone, read from your iPhone. But that should not be the activity that you do at the end of the day. You you should have your journal out. You can even do your Bible study then if that's when you want to do it. But there needs to be some type of pen to paper. Other times, Blaine and I don't do that. We just sit in bed and we chat. You know, this is a time where we're just kind of coming down from the end of the day. And that's pretty much what my nighttime routine consists of. So once you have all of your blocks set up and you can start by brainstorming with this five block system that I set up, then you're going to clearly map each of these blocks out in your paper planner with color coding. So each of these blocks should have a different color. The dollar store is amazing. I have a really, really super awesome set of um, highlighters that I pulled offline um, that I just, I, I really love. There's a website called Mochi Things, M-O-C-H-I Things, T-H-I-N-G-S.com. And it's, it's amazing. I make no money off of it. They don't have affiliate links. Trust me. I tried because I was like, I'm going to tell the whole world about this. So I should probably get an affiliate link. Nope, they don't have them. It's amazing. You will get lost in there. It's like the organization website from, um, uh, what is that store? Like the container store is for closets, right? It's, it's like organization for all things, paper products and purses and drawers. And it's just, it's so amazing. It's awesome. After you get done mapping out all of your time blocks. I want to make sure that you did not skip over getting your fundamental needs highlighted and written in on your paper planner. I'm trying to get you to understand how important it is to mentally shift into the space where your fundamental needs are 100% non-negotiable. So my fundamental needs every single week in my paper planner are in orange. And I get this question asked of me a lot. Well, where do I put my fundamental needs? Like, do they go in between my time blocks? Where do they go? No, your fundamental needs live with inside of your time blocks. Because if you've blocked your day out appropriately, your entire day should be accounted for within your time blocks. Okay, there should be no gap in your day that isn't blocked out. So from the time I wake up until the time I go to bed, I have five blocks and my fundamental needs happen within my, my waking hours. Right. So they're going to happen within that. So sometimes our date night, that always happens in lieu of a nighttime routine, but it happens in the nighttime routine block. Okay. And my cleaning fundamental need that always goes in an AM block. I do that with my kids. And my grocery, my meal planning fundamental need that happens on the weekend. And I don't, I don't really have time blocks on the weekend. We kind of just do it because we've been doing this for so long that our lives just flow this way, but I'm not super strict about it, but it does, it happens in, in my waking hours, right? In my day. So these things are going to happen inside of your time blocks. 
Okay, so that was the first and the second thing. First thing was that you absolutely need to start with your fundamental needs. That's how you're gonna that's how you're gonna build a better schedule for yourself. And then the second thing was to make sure that you have your time blocks. And that was a lot of information. So go back and listen if you need to. And then the third thing that you're going to do is make sure that every single week, I don't care when you do it, I suggest you do it on Sundays. Um that you are going into your Monday with a very clear map of what you're going to do inside of your blocks for that week. Okay. And the number one way to get this done most effectively and efficiently, and people laugh at me, I have a student inside, one student inside of my um, Systemize Your Productivity, my online course that was like brain dumping. Come on. Yeah. Right. Like what is that going to do? well, (laughs) it's going to do a lot. And he tried it and he was like, this is magical. This is like the best thing ever. And he totally, he's a stay at home. Well, he's a work from home dad. He's a teacher and, um, he just fills the role of what a stay at home mom would do, right? Like he's a stay at home dad. So he's totally learning from just like you guys are. And it's really, sidebar, it's really cool to have a dad inside my program and um, just seeing how all this information really um, applies to whoever the person in the house is that is really caring for the kids. And I mean, I knew that from the beginning because Blaine uses this so much because we really are a team in doing all of this. So uh, it just was really interesting to get the feedback from hearing someone um really hear me say the most effective and efficient way to manage your tasks each week is by making a prioritized list that I call a brain dump and then hearing them talk about how incredibly powerful that simple act is. So that's what you're going to do. That's the third way that you're going to revamp and really make your weekly schedule better is you're going to do this brain dump. You absolutely have to do it. If you don't know how to do the brain dump and you're not doing it yet, go back. I believe it's episode like five or eight or somewhere in there um, and get all of that information written in your blocks. Know when you're going to be doing what is what needs to be done for the week. The last and final thing that I want to say about how to really make sure that you have an efficient schedule every week is don't put too much on your schedule. I um I see quite a few of you suffering from overdoing it. You're trying to be the mom that takes your kids everywhere and has them involved in everything and also keeps your house perfectly clean and is also dressed perfectly and has her hair done perfectly and has all of her pictures perfect and her her everything is just done to the max. And I, I totally get that because that's what I want to do as well. But it came to the point where I and what I want you to understand is that if you really truly want to work from home, some of these things are going to have to give. If you're trying to run a business and a family at the same time, something has to give. And the hard part for us is we don't really want anything to give. And that's when it comes down to really sitting and going through your fundamental needs, what's truly important to you, praying about where you're called to be most impactful right now in your life and give that specific space the most energy. Really think about why do you want to start your business in the first place or 
is this really what's most meaningful for, for me as a mom right now in this season of life? And, and answer some hard questions because it, it really does take some hard decision making to be able to be this intentional with your time. And running a business from home is no easy feat. It takes a lot of dedication and it takes a lot of focus and it takes a lot of training your mind to live in compartments, to to not be all over the place and to limit what you're doing in each block and move through those every single day to the point where you can start to relax because you know what's happening. If you're super stressed out all the time, sit down and grab an hour session with me. Let me coach you. Let me show you how you cannot be so stressed out. Let me show you how you can do motherhood and working from home at the same time and it not feel like either a you hate the mom that you are or b a failure in running a business you absolutely can do both try these tips that I gave you today click on the link in the show notes if you want to get some more details and information on grabbing a one hour uh, productivity session with me they are open and available and I have some spots for the rest of July available. I do know that um, my coach that I work with is basically uh, near forcing me to raise my prices and so I have been thinking about it and praying about it and it's going to happen here soon enough. Um, So if you've been thinking about working with me please make sure that you go over and you check it out. You send me a DM Let's talk about it. See if it's the right thing for you right now because I want you to feel confident in both your motherhood and what you're doing in your business. And I have the tools and I have the systems that I know that you need. You just need to take this step into committing to really getting all of this information down on paper and implementing it in your life in such a way um, that is going to be meaningful to you. That's going to be that's going to be helpful. So, all right, that is all I have for you today. I cannot wait to see all of your plans. Please come over, hang out inside the Facebook group so that I can check out your plans every Monday and I can give you some feedback and tips. And as always, it was so great hanging out with you today and I can't wait until next time. Hey, before you go, if today's episode was meaningful to you, I know it will be for others. So please head over to iTunes, subscribe, then leave a review so more women can join our community too. And did you know that you can have an incredible impact on the women in your life? That's right. All you have to do is share what you learned today. Take a screenshot of this very podcast, tag me, and post it in your stories. What do you say we make a mighty breadcrumb trail for all the other women around us so we can make a change to the culture of how we care for each other and ourselves? I'll look forward to connecting with you over on Instagram until next time on Systemize Your Life with Chelsea Joe.